Also, like a huge, I guess, like a very important thing, like I guess, thing that happens here that a lot of like people date, a lot of Muslims or Arabs date, and um, like let's talk like religiously, you're not supposed to date before there's actually like a promise. Like we're not supposed to date before we get engaged. Like we'll get engaged first, and then like you can go out and date because you did it pretty much like the right way, like the right way, and then like you can go out and date when everyone knows about it. So like there's a promise kind of thing, but like a lot of people, I guess like at this kind of age, they just for the fun, just for fun, and don't really like. I guess like they do know that they're not supposed to date, but they still do it. And a lot of people, like I had a lot of people ask me like, oh like, do you have a boyfriend? Do you ever date? But I would tell them no, and they'll get surprised because like they'll tell me, oh like most of my Arabic friends date. Why don't you date? Or like most like a lot of people have boyfriends. Why don't you have a boyfriend? And I don't know what to tell them because like that's not supposed to happen, but it still happens. And they expect like that. Oh like if, like if they have a friend who dates or like who drinks, they'll accept. They'll expect that everyone else does although like not everyone does and not everyone is raised the same way but i also think that's not as a more of an arab thing it's more of a muslim thing yeah yeah because like i know a lot of muslim who do date and i know a lot of muslim who do drink but then sometimes we are under the assumptions of if we don't date that we're gonna have an arranged marriage yeah, yeah. so it's there's a lot of stigmas against arab like oh you so when you get married do your parents find the guy but it's 2018 it's usually you meet the person and then it gets done the proper way i guess yeah it's like the religious way like we're like like i guess like the guy has to come and propose and it doesn't like happen like how like he just proposes you know wherever like no the guy comes to your house no, I shouldn't even say your house, your parents' house. And, like, we'll sit we'll sit with your parents, and that's how it's done. Like, everyone would know about it. And, like, everyone would know that you guys are engaged. That's why, we like, when you guys go out together, you don't have to be ashamed. They're, like, you don't have to be ashamed. They're, like, embarrassed because everyone knows that you're engaged. But most Arabs who do date do it kind of in secret because they know that they shouldn't do it, but they still do it. Um, Going along with that, I my opinion is that like what Jenna said, you see someone that, like, it's not just arranged, but you do see someone that, like, you're interested in. Obviously not just, like, oh, my God, this person is hot. But um, you'll see someone that you you think that they have a great personality. Um, you've seen them possibly, like, in class, work, or not, like, saying you flirt with everyone in your classes or work, but, like, it is someone that you do find general interest in, and it's you maybe ask them for, like, your parents to talk to their parents, and you guys do go out possibly in a group to somewhere public so going along with a past point um everyone can't see it so it's not like you guys are alone which is something that possibly should like really shouldn't happen um just because like when you're alone it's easier to or temptations be influenced yeah like better temptations um but when it's like your cousin not your cousins are there but um more like immediate family to where 
your immediate family is meeting their immediate family and you guys are just getting a feel for each other like you're just understanding how they are more like personally than just oh i've seen them in class and they pay attention to the teacher it's um more like on a personal level so then after your immediate family meets their immediate family then maybe they meet your uncles your grandfather your grandmother and more people that like so you can branch out and get to know them a lot more get to know how they are with their outside family and then once it comes maybe like a couple months you do end up getting proposed to that's a different story for another day um, <laughs> just a lot with that a lot of detail with that it's a lot of pro- it's a process <laughs> So, yeah, basically when, you know, you're interested to, a, like, a girl or a guy, um, basically, like, how they said that, you know, you're supposed to go to someone's house, like, well, their parents' house, um, ask, you know, their parents for her hand in marriage, and, you know, whether she says yes or no, it's on her. It's not totally on the parents' part, but the dad does play a role in, in it. So if he doesn't like the guy but the girl wants him, she can, the dad can say, still say no. So... Really, it's interesting because people do date a lot here, um, whereas overseas you don't see that at all. You you know see majority just guys hang out with guys, girls with girls. Um, very rarely you see like you know girls and guys hang out. Uh, I've seen it before, but it's very rare. Um, but yeah, it's just totally different when you live overseas and here. Two different like worlds, pretty much, and you know. I don't know what else to say about it, but it's definitely different. So, you know, people need to have be open-minded where you go and be respectful of the culture and the families and where you're at right now. Um, like, I know, like, people from overseas are more hard-headed, like the guys. Um, basically, you know, you can't talk to any guy at all. Even if you're working, you can't talk to that guy. Um, like, your coworkers or anything like that, they won't, like, allow it. Um, whereas here, guys here are more open-minded. Um, like it's fine if you talk to your coworker or whatever your boss and they won't get you know mad or upset about it um which i think that's the correct way you shouldn't get upset over something you know nothing's going on you have to be more understanding and um more relaxed i guess but I s- some people i think especially people who are not within the arab like community or like have arab culture it's different like I think nowadays, especially with us young people, like, if we meet or work with some other Arab, it's, like, somehow we connect, and, like, we're able to joke around, we're able to, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, we get we're, along ch- yeah, we get much. along, and we're, like, more chill with each other, but, like, some people take it under the assumption, like, oh, they're flirting, oh, they look cute together, they or, like, be doing that. or, like, oh, they're into each other, or they're probably dating, or whatever, like, I've had it happen to me, I was the only female Arab woman working with three other Arab men and I was under the assumption that oh they're probably together or oh they're probably when in reality it's just like we collect and like they're kind of more family than that's one thing in our culture we we're all just a big happy family I guess that's something I kind of want to talk about there's a lot of things that I like in the Arab culture but there's also a lot of things I don't like and um I think that's one of them is that that there's too many too much like assuming going on like 
it happens so much overseas to the point where it's like relationships between family members like break over an assumption that they had or like gossiping a lot that's part of the Arab culture whereas if you were a Muslim that's not something you're supposed to be doing so like the culture has a lot of things that it's kind of like I wish I didn't have to deal with this and a lot of things where it's like oh but I like doing this depka for example you know comes from your roots you know it's part of the palestinian culture i love going to weddings and seeing depka happen or you know having a, a pride in your country like that's a lot of things that a lot of different arab nations have but at the same time they have these expectations these things that you, that you go through and it's like so unnecessary and it's kind of like if I was an Arab, I didn't have to deal with this, you know, type of mentality. And it's kind of like, I found myself struggling a lot with that because, like I mentioned, both my parents, they were new here. My dad only came here for um, to finish up his master's degree. You know, my mom, she did college back in Jordan. So they didn't really know what to expect from here. I didn't know what to expect from here. And so when I see something as that's normal, my friends do that, they'll see it as, no, we're different, we're Arab. Like, when I, if I had a lot of white friends in high school, for example, my dad would always tell me things like, remember, Hana, we're Arabi, we're not the same as them. We do different things. They like to do different things. That's okay to them. It's not okay for us. And I'm like, okay, I understand those things, but other things, it was just, like, so unnecessary to deal with. And it just makes you feel like... Like, I don't know, like, it's like a bad feeling. Like, I don't want to have to keep dealing with people staring at me everywhere I go or people talking under their breath about me because I chose to wear something a little tighter today or my hair looks a different way, you know? Like, if, for example, you never see... A lot of times you will never see a Arab girl having her hair dyed purple or green. And that's because she knows she's going to get talked about from the community or her own family will bash her for it consistently. Why'd you do that to your hair? Why'd you do that? And it's kind of like, you're not allowed to kind of express yourself, I guess, because of like, they want you to present yourself at the best way that you can be presented. And that's just a part of the culture, again, not part of the religion. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of different expectations, I guess, everyone has on themselves. And that's, of course, speaking from my personal experience. I don't know if anyone else experiences that, but I feel like from all the friends that I've had and just growing up here versus my friends growing up there, we all kind of have this consensus of, yeah, we hate this thing, we hate that, and wish we didn't have to deal with that. Um, going along with that, um, the fact that it's there's something with that people who are more um, into the American culture will enjoy, such as, let's just say it's like a Saturday night and you're invited to a party, if I told my mom, like, hey, can I go to a party? Because obviously she's going to find out one way or another. Um, let's just say, hey, like, I walked into a door the next day. Um, <laughs> it, not like, you know, I, I'm 19. Like, I can handle myself. But at the same time, it's just the fact that my mom is looking out for me and she knows what's best. She does know that when I was in high school and I was, like, 15, I wasn't thinking about every situation to where someone can bring alcohol, someone can bring, like drugs or something to a party and i wouldn't know how to deal with the situation so she is looking out for me and some people would be like oh your mom's so overprotective but it's like well i mean you know what happened at the last party some guy someone got arrested and i don't want that being me so it is like sometimes parents do look out for their children you know we are their babies but other times it is the fact that like even if there's a chance of getting in trouble even if there's a chance of like something horrible happening at the end of the day, like, sometimes you do feel left out, 
and you link that along with the culture and i know so many times i was like oh my god this culture like being arab is not the easiest thing but um i mean there's some things that like other people can't do that like let's just say arab culture can do so it's i don't know it's one of those things where like you gotta love the culture but at the same time it does have its drawbacks like no culture is perfect but i mean you gotta like appreciate what you have for the culture um i mean yeah yeah um so when i was in high school i went to a lot of parties um i'll admit that but you know i don't i think if you don't screw up you don't start realizing that you know you should go back and start doing things right um obviously i I had to go through hard times just so i can learn my lessons um which in that case you know not everybody goes through that but you know in my case i did um you know, I, I was with the American crowd when I was in high school. I never really hung out with Adab. Um, why? Because, you know, growing up, I realized that a lot of Adab get jealous and backbite. Um, whereas Americans, they don't really care, So, which I like that better. Um, but, you know, I feel like the biggest thing is backbiting, you know, which backbiting is really a big sin and wrong in our religion and culture. Um, but, yeah, everybody does it. Um, and also jealousy, you know, if someone gets like a BMW, let's say, you know, someone else has to copy him and get like a better car or just as good, um, which is totally wrong. You should just accept what you have and be grateful. But some people are not like that. And I think we should, you know, try to improve on that and, you know, continue with our lives instead of looking at what every everybody's going through and their situations you know just look reflect on your personal life and continue with it i think in the auto community we all we all look at each other we look what at what everybody else does we look at what they're wearing who they're hanging out with i don't, like who where they've gone out to like basically your life is analyzed for no reason and it just it just gives you something i guess to talk about but yeah, even though we're all out of, we've all come from different, not going to say like backgrounds, but like upbringing, like each family teaches, like has different values that they hold and within the culture, within the religion. So it's like we all come from a different place and there's sometimes never, I guess like a balance or like what somebody would think is acceptable and what some people may think is like non-acceptable. And then that's when I think all the, like, people talking about others comes into. Yeah, just kind of commenting on that. I feel like Adab are always trying to, like, one-up one another. Like, oh, you had this wedding, this at your wedding, I'm going to do that, plus this at your wedding, you know? And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just, like, so hard to, like, please everyone. And you always have this expectation to please everyone. Your parents, your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents. you got to be a role model for your siblings, a role model for yourself. And it's just kind of like, I guess it gets exhausting at the end of the day, knowing how much you have to do and how much people you have to please. And it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to please them anymore. I just want to like live my life. Like, (laughs) it's funny, but it's sad at the same time because it's kind of like, 
like what Ahmed was saying about like the BMW situation. Like you look at the parking lot here, all majority of the car, the nice cars here, like the foreign cars, are the Arab students. Like you see these boys driving like these Benzes, BMWs, Audis, and you're kind of like, wow, you guys all have this. So let me go buy one too. And I'm over here driving my Nissan Maxima, <laughs> and I'm I'm happy with it. You know what I mean? So. It's just this one-up mentality that we have to be better. We have to be better. We always have to... We can never just be happy with what we have. And I think it's so bad to think that way. And it's just something we all experience on a daily basis. Especially in the time that we're living in where most... I would say like most of the minority groups are being looked upon or front, like frowned upon. It's like we should be sticking together and just showing like the tr- like true meaning of being like an auto instead of like giving ourselves like a bad reputation or kind of putting each other in like a bad position where you kind of get screwed at the end but we just don't understand how to like stick it just it just bringing one another somehow down just to better you think you're bettering yourself but you're really not This episode of MVCC POV was produced and edited by Tish Hayes with music by Lakey Inspired. Thanks to the MVCC Library for supporting the podcast.